Welcome to the afternoon session. I'd like to begin with a guided meditation. And so let's start getting comfortable, checking the posture, and relaxing into the body sitting. One of the great benefits of this practice is that um, it gives us a chance to face things that otherwise we may not face, to feel things we wouldn't otherwise want to feel. <clears throat> when we have difficult experiences, they, they uh, will often suppress them, they'll recede into the background, but they're still there, and they can affect us, they can color our moods and our actions, our speech, our lives, they're sort of hovering there in the background. And uh, <clears throat> this gives us a chance, of course, when we stop and practice on a retreat to begin to notice uh, these kind of energies that are difficult to pinpoint sometimes and that sometimes come back to us as memories or uh, painful feelings that we don't, you know, we don't uh, find it easy to, to process, to be with. One of the beauties for me of meditation is that the things that we most need to be aware of will always come up onto the surface of the mind and they will make themselves known to us. It's good. It doesn't feel good necessarily, but it's really good to clear out the debris. Like having a house that's full of clutter, rooms that are musty and seldom visited, and yet we know they're there. They kind of weigh us down make us feel uneasy. And now we have a chance to get right in there and clean up, spring clean. But it can be scary. It can be a house of horrors sometimes. So we need certain friends and supports, some allies who can do this cleaning with us. Unfortunately, we, we all have friends we have many friends on the path. The Buddha spoke about the five friends, Indriyas, which are qualities which turn into great powers as we continue to practice. And I just like to mention these and consider these as we sit. Buddha said it's a bit like a turtle. Imagine a turtle with its head and its four legs. Very um, persistent, patient, methodical creature that, that slowly but surely climbs over and around and gets through almost every obstacle, just with its sheer, say, 
momentum. There's a forward momentum. Slowly but surely we can progress with these five friends. And at the head of the turtle, the head is sati, it's awareness itself, mindfulness, remembering, remembering to be aware, observing the experience, here, now. So sati is the head, it's the guiding light, it's our greatest ally. It can take us everywhere we need to go. And then the legs, the front two legs, two qualities that, that complement each other, that work together. On the one hand, we have concentration, focus, <coughs> samadhi, willingness to stay with, one-pointedness. And on the other hand, we have virya, we have energy, effort, the power that we have with us keeps us going, keeps us energized. And these two work together because concentration will tend to calm, make the mind very peaceful, very still. But we don't want to get too peaceful and still. Otherwise we stop moving, we sit down, we're not cleaning anymore. So then energy can come in and motivate us again and keep us moving, keep the inquiry going. Too much energy and we can get a bit hyper. We can try too hard, strive too hard and get ourselves exhausted. That's not sustainable. And so concentration, focus, can help us to relax again, to steady the heart, to enjoy the peacefulness of the practice, even as we're seeking and searching and examining the field of experience. So let these two friends work in tandem, work together, and balance each other out. Energy, concentration. Wiriya Samadhi. And the back legs, they also work together to a pair, a pair of good qualities that we always have with us and that grow with our practice. And they are Sada and Panya. Sada is faith. Faith. Confidence. Trust. It's that uh, quality of learning from our experience as practitioners. We get to know how it works. We get to trust this process. It's not a blind faith. It's faith in our own ability or in the mindfulness itself. Faith in the journey, faith in the Dharma, the teachings. And this grows along with wisdom. Wisdom is the understanding. There's a lot of heart in faith and mind in wisdom. Wisdom that which sees, that which discerns. Like, like a sword cutting through our experience. 
ever more deepening, ever more insightful. These are the back legs powering the turtle forward. And they need to be in balance too. Too much wisdom without faith is very dry. can even become a little aversive. Nah, let go of everything, nothing matters. No me. It can be a little, a little harsh when it's not balanced out by faith, the heart of faith. Devotion, a love of the practice. A willingness to move forward, keep moving forward with an open heart. So these qualities we can, we can consider, you can consider in, in your own ways, these five friends, uh, but bring them in, bring them in when it's difficult, when we're obsessing over and over some painful scenario, worrying, anxious, fearful, not wanting to be here. And invariably, one or other of these friends will come to our assistance, will be of benefit if we bring them to mind, make them conscious. <coughs> there are two other qualities that I'd also like to mention that can be of great assistance to us. These are like divine friends. They're like angels that we have with us all the time, like our guardian angels. Actually, they're qualities that come from within. And they develop as we practice, but we can make more of them. We can make them grow by simply bringing them to mind. And they're love and compassion. Metta karuna. My sense is, in my own practice, these have become more and more important. They're so important that they're always needed. In fact, they are the same as mindfulness in a way. Even as we're paying attention to our experience, there is a great love in this. Willingness, you know, willing to bear with, willing to attend to. But if we can bring this quality to the fore, this metta, loving-kindness, it's as if we, we can start to welcome our experience, to really embrace it, to really be hospitable towards it. Open house, you know. Let the demons in, treat them kindly. Never mind how long they want to stay. They're welcome. They're welcome. <clears throat> Opening the heart. Like a mother, you know, a loving mother. All of our experience can be like the child. We're holding the child. And whatever it does, you know, a loving mother, it doesn't matter. You know, the child can be screaming, making a great big mess, having a tantrum. It's all fine. The love of the mother is not really changed. It's always present. You know, a healthy relationship with the mother. And so let our, let our mind, let our mindfulness be like a loving mother. And just be willing to hold 
all the experiences in this warm embrace. It's amazing how transforming that can be. And whatever is present for us that is frightening, that is hateful, you know, vengeful, you know, the traumas that we're holding can begin to release. And of course, compassion is just another face of this divine being, which we are. Compassion is just another face. It's the response to suffering. So where there's pain, bring up this quality compassion we can do this you know we're not the pain then we are the observer of that pain and we're observing it with an eye that is wide open to the reality of the pain but is not suffering we're not that we can see it we can feel it we can fully recognize it but we're not that and this beautiful quality compassion arises and we can cultivate this, we can make this strong in ourselves. These two qualities, love and compassion, let them be, you know, like one on each shoulder as we walk around the house. And whatever you meet, whatever mess, whatever horrible dark corners we might find there, it's like we have this radiance around us and we can meet anything. And we can heal. We can allow our pain to be heard, to be felt, to be fully witnessed. That's what it needs. Like a little child, you know, who's been neglected, forgotten, ignored. And now the child can say whatever it likes and do whatever it likes. And we're listening. And we, we care. And so let it let it live. And the beauty of this is that the more we practice these qualities, the more they grow. The more they grow, the more we become these qualities. And we can, we can watch the balance shift. And then instead of feeling like we have enemies, we have problems, we have... Uh, people that we hate, we hate ourselves, instead of having these feelings and experiences, we start to realize that there is only love. As the Buddha said, hatred can never be appeased by hatred, only by love. It's the way. And so let these qualities grow. Metta, Karuna, and the turtle Sati, mindfulness, concentration and effort, wisdom and devotion. And we'll be unstoppable. Keep inclining towards Nibbana.